0: Testing one, two, three, a couple things. <laughs> yeah, right there is deep. Good morning. Welcome to House of Power Outreach. We thank you on this glorious Labor Day weekend. I hope you guys are enjoying yourself and staying safe but having fun in the name of Jesus. And my name is Pastor Tory Dan. Pastor Rita and I, we pastor a church here in House of Power Outreach here in Round Rock, Young, Texas. And so we're excited about the Lord, excited about everything God is doing and then praying over you believing for just the blessings of god to overtake you everything you put your hands to do it shall prosper god is so good and he is faithful to the very end we want to send you guys over to our website at HOPOchurch.org. Uh, you go over there and see all the different ministries and pray for us. Pray for our different ministries that we are standing intact and standing updated on everything that we do with our kids, heading back to school, some virtual, some in person. Uh, but We just pray the covering of the Lord is over every child and they are not getting behind. They are on task. They are on schedule and everything that they put their hands to do, they too shall prosper. Uh, We also like to take you over to our donate button. Please, please uh, allow the Lord to lead you. If, if you put purpose in your heart to give, uh, God loves a cheerful giver. But be, make that a worship time, a time of prayer that you know exactly what God wants to do and do through you uh, to use you in helping in the ministry and, and just a reaching to others and all the people we reach out to all over the world uh, to be a blessing. And we just we thank God for you. Uh, I pray you guys are enjoying the sessions from Pastor Rita uh, if you didn't get to hear any of those, you can go back on our HOPO Church YouTube, YouTube, YouTube channel. I almost said you choose channel. I guess you can choose it. Uh, you can see all of six of her sessions and and that really a blessing, great Bible study. I'm dealing with anxiety and fear. And, and man, just letting God calm you down. Unlike a, a settled soul, man, can can overcome anything. I do have a prayer request here that I want you to join me in prayer with. Uh come from young man, our youth group, Daniel. Uh his uncle uh could he said he could be dying, so 98% of his arteries are blocked. Uh and he's in emergency care right now. Uh and just want to pray for him. He's really important to Daniel, close to him, and almost like a father to him. So uh let's let's lift up Daniel's uncle and, and strength for Daniel as well. Uh dear Heavenly Father, we just pray. We pray over Daniel and we thank you. For his uncle, we pray for healing. That we speak, John 14 1, let our hearts not be troubled. Believe in God. We believe also in you. You are our healer. You said, by stripes, by stripes, we're healed. And we believe that Daniel's uncle is being fully and completely restored right now by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of God. Touch his body. Cleanse his arteries, Lord God. Unblock, Lord God, what's been blocked. And Father, cause there to be a flow, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you as Daniel stays strong in his prayer and and he and Ms. Ivan, and they just continue to stay in agreement. We agree with them that they're going to hear a good report and see a miraculous turnaround. In his uncle's body. Father, we thank you. We too rejoice in the report of the Lord that's coming forth. Now, for your word, Lord, I pray over this message. I pray, Lord God, that we are prepared to hear and receive all that you have for us, Lord God, that we believe that the word of God is true and sure. And Father God, I thank you for giving us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for your agreement and prayer uh, this morning. We're this is our family Sunday. Uh, you know, all their kids are using service with us, and and they have you know little things that they can ride on and play. But but they are in service with us. It's also a, a communion service. So at some point uh, during this um, video or after the video, you can take communion as well. Um, and so uh, it is it is a time of just complete family fellowship. Uh, Title of today's message is Tried and True. Uh, what you have been through is the honest truth right that's the honest truth you know been there done that but I got truth to go with it and this is why uh, kids those of you who are listening your parents are right because they've been there they've been your age before they know more than what you know you may have more technologies but they understand your mindset they understand the way things can get in and out of you they understand your bloodline better than you do they were there before you so when they see something it's not to keep you from having fun but it's to protect you and show you there's a boundary there that they've learned from they've been tested they've been tried they've been true and so you understand what they're telling you is the truth that isn't that just they're just rambling and saying things but it is absolutely the truth in first peter chapter one and verse six through seven it says wherein you greatly rejoice Though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. And, and and man, I even if we were in person, I could say, how many of you have had your faith tried? And for all of us could raise our hand and say, yeah. And and that's that's okay. Your faith is going to get tried. Don't get don't get down about that. Don't get depressed about. It. Don't don't act like you're out of order because you're going through a trial. In fact, you're more on schedule than you think. The very fact that there's a trial is showing that you are doing something right. Be concerned if the enemy doesn't come against you because you may be on the same side there isn't a trial on this planet though that should keep you from coming out with the truth coming out with God still loves me God is still on my side and if he's for me who can be against nothing there's nothing on this earth should ever make you say I don't know why God don't love me I don't know why God doesn't like me I don't know why God never does anything that that would be not true that would not be tried and true, which is the statement, which is the title is tried and truth. You come out on the other side with truth. So Satan loves to try and use what happens in life as an accusation against God or people and their faith to get them to doubt. And so we understand that the devil is the accuser Of the brethren. So, if if you're in a place in your life right now where something's gone through, and you just feel like God never hears your prayers, or God doesn't love, that's not from heaven. That's not you having a conversation with God. You are taking your trials and and putting them in a position not to come out on the end of truth. And you need to understand that, that what comes against you is because you have a legit enemy called Satan who wants to use these momentary afflictions to get you off of your ending. You know, we talked about in the last message about Jeremiah 29, 11, the thoughts I have for you, thoughts of good, not evil that you haven't expected in. We also went back over in Matthew and said that if if you being evil know how to give good gifts, how much does your heavenly father know how to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? God has not given you trouble, but he has given you strength to get through the troubles. He has given you strength to overcome the problems. He's given you that. And so you have to be prepared, but if your speech and your, and your assault against God becomes lined up with this character assassination led by the lies of the enemy, you'll start to lose ground in your faith and your belief. And, and I, I pray, if that's you, I pray right now you just say, God, restore in me the joy of my salvation. Speak Psalms 5110 over your life. Restore in me the joy of my salvation. That, Lord, I know you for me. I know you not against me. And I'm going to come out of this smelling like a rose on the other side. So what comes out of us in the fire is what we are filled with on a daily basis. My, my wife, you say all the time, if I, if I spill some orange juice and I get it up with a sponge, when that sponge gets squeezed What's going to come out of it? The orange juice that's soaked up. When a believer gets squeezed, they should be so filled with the word of God that that's what comes out of you. Colossians 3.16 says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. I get squeezed. In Matthew 4.1, Jesus said, man just man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. He was squeezed and he still can't start spitting word. You know, I'll say about my wife, my wife is like a human pinata. She's so nice. And every time, no matter what people do to her, she has that ability, that grace, that mercy, that love to continue loving. And she's like, man, and I always tell like, man, you just like, people could basically hit you. You just keep spitting out candy. And I can't, I I mean, you know, I'm still working on my pinata. I am not there yet. I I think some oil comes out of mine sometimes. But she has that deal to say, and I'm going to be filled with grace and love. That no matter what squeezed me, even even if it's something that comes against me of somebody that shouldn't have hurt me, what's going to roll out of me is this love of God. So the greatest lift over temptation is standing in God's truth in the end. Can this thing defeat me? No. Am I on the side of God? Yes. Can a weapon formed against me prosper? No. Stand in the truth. That is the greatest. That, That should lift your head up right there. That should live. Well, why am I always getting sick? God says, By stripes you're healed, and He'll give you wisdom. I think one of the craziest things I ever heard was, was <laughs> these were believers who would eat something unhealthy and pray for the unhealthy stuff not to, be, not to affect them. That's the craziest stuff I ever heard because I'd always point them back to Galatians 6 uh, whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. Just crazy to me. You gotta be a part of the solution. You can't be a part of the problem and then want a good answer. Amen. I'll say amen for you. Uh, <laughs> never allow a struggling middle to keep you from a promised ending. Don't let this chapter of your life make you close the book on your faith. Stick around. Keep reading till you get to the ending. It is hard to trust someone who has been through who is who hasn't been through anything. And it is really difficult to trust someone who went through something and came out with, with the truth that denies God's word, right? They come out with their, with their own version of the truth that God didn't help me. I got through this on my own. No, no, no. And it's tough, definitely difficult. If no one's ever been tried, how are they going to know the truth? How are they going to know truth about what you're going through? If they've never been tried, if everything has been easy, how are they going to know how to stand in faith if they've never stood for anything, And if someone who went through stuff is still going through it because they've never accepted the help of the Lord, they just think that I went through it and I did it myself, and they're going to still keep going through that. That is not the truth on the other end. God says, if you come out believing in faith, you're going to be stronger. You're not going to have to keep fighting the same battles over and over again. And maybe understand that's why the same battles keep coming back, because you have not accepted the truth that God has called you to deliverance. God has called you to uh, restoration. God has called you to peace. God has called you out. Stand in faith. Go through it in faith. Don't get angry and and get mad and and have to anger your way through something because again, that thing's going to roll back around. In Zechariah chapter 13 and verse 9, it says, and I will bring the third part through the fire and will refine them as silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, It is my people, and they shall say, The Lord is my God. Man, there's nothing that draws you closer to God than, than go, fighting through a struggle, knowing you believed Him, knowing He's the one that brought you out. And I can tell you that about, about anybody, anybody that stands with you and go through some, your, your compassion for one another grows. This is why it's, it's, it's vital that we pray for one another, encourage one another that we may grow together. In Matthew 25, 40, Jesus said, when you've done it to the least of them, you've done it to me. In other words, do it for them as well. You've done it for Jesus. That grows, that intimacy grows, that friendship grows, that fellowship grows, that faith grows, that bonding is what grows together. Trials don't come to stay, they come to pass. And that's, that's a great, it's a famous statement, people say that all the time. But in understanding that, we should never allow our faith to be taken with it. So when trials don't come to stay, they come to pass. When they pass, don't let it take your faith with it. Oh, I went through that. That trial has passed and you're still dwelling on something that has already passed. That means it took your faith. It, it was able to take you away. Now you're not believing for the next step in your life and you end up getting behind. Don't let something take your faith. Stay in it. Stay faithful. Stay believing. Stay trusting. The fire should refine us, not define us. That thing should refine you. The, the burning, whatever you're going through, should sharpen your feel, sharpen your prayer, sharpen your worship, sharpen your praise, sharpen the word in you. It should it should be shining that word that, that goes through you. It should never be the definition of your life. It should be something that made you better. Iron sharpens iron. It should have made you better, but but if you can tell whether that's happened, and and, and it would be evident in the fact that we talk, if we talk more about how God brought us that's the refined because I know the next thing coming I know God's gonna bring me out I'm refined in pressure I'm a refined in these situations because I know God brings me out that's my evidence that I've been refined than what I went through if I'm still talking about I went through something instead of how good God was to bring me out I'm defined by the thing I got into, rather than refined by the God who brought me out of it. Don't be back into the stuff you had to go through. Don't be back caught up in your trials. As they say, I was all up in my feelings. We have too many believers all up in their trials. When they should be all up in there, how good their God brought them out. Don't you realize that we shouldn't even be alive? Don't you realize how close we are to death? Don't you realize that if nothing else goes right in your life, you're going to spend eternity in heaven? If nothing else works out, you still are on the other side of this thing? Understand that. Rejoice in that. And But the enemy knows it. Sometimes more than believers do because he knows he cannot take me out. He knows he cannot take you away. He knows he cannot do it. So he continues to attack you in the middle. The fire will will either burn us or prepare us for service. Don't come out burned out. Don't come out burned out. Rather, come forth ready to be used by God. Don't be burnt out. We are, you're either gonna get burnt up by talking about the trial instead of praying. If you only talk about the trial, you talk about, oh, what a mess I'm in. You're getting burnt, you're being overcooked by your problems but if you're being prepared in that trial you're gonna celebrate you're gonna you're gonna worship God you're gonna say my God is going to bring me through only thing your trial is doing is getting you ready to be served like a meal like a meat like something in there you're not being burned up by the trial all the devil has done is got you ready to be consumed for the will of God ready for the fire ready by the fire just like a meal to be eaten. But if you stay in trial mode, meaning I'm not praying anymore, I'm stopped worshiping, I'm down, I'm depressed, I'm defeated, you're being burnt by the trial, you're being defined, and therefore you are missing out on an opportunity to be prepared for the next step in your life if we understand psalms 37:23, that the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord we must also understand that we can't stop at the trial and start being overwhelmed by it and start saying i am overwhelmed by the awesomeness of my god see because then that prepares us for the next step that is a fire so don't come out burned out rather come forth ready to be used by god i'm amazed people go through stuff and then go like well i think i need to step down from serving God, I'm just having too much. That's the time you need to step up the most. That's the time you need to give your most. The devil wants you to step down, so he'll take you from down in your serving to God, and from down in your preparation into a place so dark that you won't even walk around talk about God anymore, much less serve him. Come on, get up from there, don't let him have your spot. In James chapter 1, verse 3, <laughs> through four, two through four. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have our perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Wanting, have you ever just didn't want anything? You just want to do one, one of the things that, um, a friend of my young man, this man, youth group, James, has been saying, God, I don't want to come to you with my hands out. I want to come to you with my hands up. I think that's just powerful. That's just, that's just worship mode. I want to come to you surrendered. I don't want to come to you begging. I want to come to you surrendered. And that's just such a powerful message that, that we need to understand that, that the trial of my faith. And sometimes people, when they go through, say, God, why me? God, and, and, and it should be, God, thank you for who you are thank you for being my god thank you that you are faithful thank you lord god that's who you are that's just who you are god you're a man of your word i know you're coming through and and right then and there that's where you know the trial of my faith has worked patience i don't have to go get it god's gonna meet all of my needs i can stand here and praise joy is a powerful igniter to faith and must be pursued the strongest when we are going through the tough times. When you can't sleep at night, when you're worried, pursue joy. Say, God, I'm supposed to have peace. I'm pursuing peace. I'm going to lay my head down. I'm going to keep my mind down. I'm going to rest in your arms. I'm going to rest in your arms. I'm going to celebrate you. I must pursue joy. Philippians 1.6, so we know he that begun a good work in us is able to complete. We know he's going to finish. So if we know God is good to finish us. To complete the good work he begun in us, it is up to us to complete our belief in him. I just need to keep believing, right? That takes us back to our message a couple weeks ago about J. Iris. Just believe, man. I know the messenger said your daughter's dead, but, but my message to you is just believe. I know the reality is she's dead, but what's real is I'm coming. What's real is I'm a healer. What's real is I'm the resurrection and the life. You got to know that that's God. That's real. Don't get your show a reality show. John 16, says in this world, we are going to have tribulations. We're going to have trials, but it says, be of good cheer, right? Joy up, cheer up. I'm going through a child trial. All you're doing is preparing me. All this trial is doing is preparing me. I'm going to be ready for the next thing. God's got promotion for me. And this trial is preparing me to be served to my promotion. Serve to my breakthrough, serve to my victory, serve to my overcoming. You got to look at that, understand that you've been served to overcome. Tribulation is a work of life, and having joy is a work of the Spirit, right? It's one of the fruits of the Spirit, joy. Joy. So if I know I'm going to have tribulation, that's a work that's just from being here breathing. But I also understand the work of the Spirit, which joy I can have because of my overcomer. Jesus overcame the world. And as, well as, we, as, and as we allow the Spirit to work, we will be consumed with godly joy. Let the Spirit work. Let the Spirit do its job. Let the Spirit be victorious in you and through you. I'm going to read this about Daniel chapter 3, verse 24 through 26. And it's the three Hebrew Hebrew, uh, guys that didn't want to bow to Nebuchadnezzar. Since then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men? three men bound in the midst of the fire, they answered and said unto the king, true, O king, he answered and said, lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the most high God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth Up forth of the midst of the fire, right? He didn't keep them from being thrown in. He didn't. He didn't uh, just dig them out. But when they were in, they were not sitting there on fire by the fire. They were in there walking around with God. You need to walk in your faith when you're in the midst of a trial, in the midst of a struggle. This is what people need to see you walking in faith. People need to see it. He's not going to look down there and see you on fire. When he looked in there, what he was expecting to see was burning up just like he's seen everybody else burning up. But you can't burn like the world burned. This is one of the things we try to keep getting to people, we have to be separate from what the world's doing. And so what too many believers are doing exactly what the world, We people are dancing like the world, listening to what the world is to, involved in the exact same stuff. So when the trials and the fire hit, they, we as Christians, Christians forget to call out to God, forget to walk in faith, because we've been acting like something different, right? And then when you get squeezed, you act like what you've been in. That's what comes out. But I'm telling you, when the faith comes out, it does not matter how hot the furnace is, when you squeeze and the faith comes out, you just keep marching. I know my God's got it. God is on my side. I know I'm good. I know God's got me well taken care of. I know the other side of this. I've read the end of the book. I win. I win. So our greatest witness to a lost and dying world is in how we go through the fire and not how we run from the fire or bow to the attacks keeping, uh, that keep me from going through. And this is a time now you have to stand up for what you believe in. Not You can't just follow people around because it's popular. You got to find out the spirit behind that thing. Find out the the whole direct and message behind that. You got to keep that out. A world that has no promise ending already knows how to run from problems. They are looking for a believer that can stand in in the same fire and come out full of trust in god that's what's going to witness to people you can tell people about your bible verse all he without sin cast the first stone yeah you better duck you might get rocks thrown at you they don't think they're in sin but what they do know is they don't know how to get out of fire they know that they're afraid to die you're not afraid to die you stand up shadrach Meshach, and abednego this the king has set it up whenever the music plays you bow and worship the king they go no i only bow and worship jesus And and no matter what the pressure is, we can't afford to bow to anyone but the Lord Jesus Christ. We cannot bow to people's uh, impressions or people's popularity or what people think is right and wrong. No, we must only bow to Jesus and his word. That's it. And they refused to, and that's why they were in trouble by the world, but in favor with God. I'd rather be in trouble by the world than to be in trouble by Christ or be absent in my faith. It is God. He he saves. He delivers us. I trust in God. They are looking for believers that can stand. So anyone can talk about what should be done when the fire hits, but none of it will be believed until they live that talk in the midst of the fire. Family, friends, and strangers are waiting to see a faith-filled believer complete the fire walk and speak the truth, knowing that the walk was completed when they refused to bow. That's when it was completed. When, when you say, no, that's not what the word of God says. This is what the Bible said right there. Your walk is finished. Doesn't matter what they do to you. Your walk is finished right there. So as we get ready, I want you to bow your heads. I want to pray for you for the strength to endure whatever fire you're going through, whatever, what's ever happening to you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the tried and true hearing me. There's some people that have been through some major stuff, Jesus.